Dateline, October 12th, 2014. And as you hear the uh, other pilots in the background having a chat, we're in a hot air balloon at uh, 2,000 feet high above the Bacchus Marsh area. And it's not just me, as we cross over a field about 500 feet below us with a few sheep in it. I've also got Evan Shu. Evan, welcome to the uh, Ausdesk. Thank you for having me. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and Albert, how you doing? I'm doing good, enjoying it immensely. I love it how when it stops, you get yeah. like the sound of everything around you. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Great. Yeah, you're 500 to 1,000 feet off the ground, you're hearing what all else is going on below you. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, trucks going past, animals. Yeah. Know. People yelling at you. Yeah, you know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Albert, this is your first ever hot air balloon flight. It is. And you're surviving it so far. Especially after the early morning, definitely. <laughs> yeah, cool. 3.30 a.m. start is a bit hard to... Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is a 3.30 in the morning, apparently. Yeah, yeah O'Dark 30, stupid o'clock. That's, That's where we're at. O'clock. That's the one. Okay, now I'm just crossing over the top of these guys. Okay, I'm going to kill this recording here because we've got other things to do. Hey, We're sort of formating with other aircraft, so I want to be on the ball. So we'll pick this recording up again, maybe over breakfast. Ciao. Well, folks, this is Grant, recording on my own in the studio now. Uh, we're taking a quick break from the hot air balloon flight, and I'm going to give you a couple of bits of news. But first, just to let you know, it was a great flight. We had a lot of fun. I just needed to concentrate as we'd wound up in close proximity to a couple of the other balloons uh, we were flying with, and I just wanted to focus, as Evan was saying, aviate, navigate, communicate. So the communications were turned off, the aviation continued, and we got back to navigating our way back over we're to our landing target, which uh, on that day was uh, Bacchus Marsh Aerodrome. And uh, where once again, I uh, slightly misjudged my approach, wound up touching down, then leaping back into the air and uh, wound up doing a second landing and maneuvering back onto the uh, area I needed to be. So thus, as you'll hear later, a reference to a yet another touch and go at Bacchuset Marsh Aerodrome. Lots of fun. Uh, really enjoyed it. But for now, a couple of quick bits of news. Uh, first up, CASA revitalization. Yes, the Forsyth report was recently released. Uh, they looked into uh, where CASA was having problems, what was wrong with it. They basically summarized that uh, CASA had a very adversarial way of dealing with the industry. There was a lack of trust and uh, people were not very happy with the way CASA was approaching uh, implementing new legislation and so on. So uh, the rule has come through. New board members are being allocated. There's going to be a new director of aviation safety, i.e. the head of CASA. And uh, generally CASA is hoping for improved relationships with the industry. David Forsyth, the lead of the Aviation Safety Regulatory Review that recently produced its report, believes it's going to take about two years, possibly three, to fix the relationship between the industry and the regulator. Beyond that, though, rebuild building the trust between CASA and the aviation industry here in Australia. He thinks that's going to take a little bit longer than just two to three years. Meanwhile, we're waiting for the government to uh, produce their official response, which they've said they'll do no later than the end of 2014. We'll see how that goes. And leaving CASA for the moment, the next bit of news relates to uh, Qantas obtaining a super constellation for their Qantas Founders Museum located in outback Queensland at Longreach. The Lockheed constellation in question was delivered to the United States Navy back in 1953 and wound up operating out of the Pacific Missile Range at Point Mugu, where in fact it was named Old Blue from Point Mugu, operating with the Pacific Missile Range up until July 1974 when it was struck off, then listed in 1981 for sale by the 
Department of Defence, whereupon it was purchased by Northern Peninsula Fisheries. They uh, used it for hauling fish during the season, carting loads of fish around the world when uh, the aircraft was impounded in 1988 in Manila under a court order from the customer on the grounds of non-performance of the contract. Since then, it just sat in Manila, looking a lot worse for wear. It's definitely not airworthy at the moment. And uh, earlier this year, the Manila International Airport Authority held an auction to clear this aircraft and a few other abandoned ones there. And uh, the Qantas Founders Museum have wound up purchasing at the auction this super constellation. And the plan is it's going to be transported by ship and then on via road into uh, Longreach. That's quite a journey for it to reach the museum. So congratulations to the Qantas Founders Museum for obtaining this aircraft. It's going to be a very interesting slow trip on the surface from Manila to Longreach, but uh, looking forward to seeing it arrive and then being restored. It's going to make a great piece to park alongside the 747 and the 707 and the Catalina. Yet another aircraft to represent Qantas heritage. Well, that's about it for now. I'm going to uh, head back over to uh, wrap up the audio recording with Evan and Albert. And uh, I'll catch you all next time. And hopefully Steve will be back by then. And we might be able to do a uh, combined Ausdesk with the two of us back together again. Until then, here's back to the pre-recorded me along with Evan and Albert. Well, through the miracle of modern technology, we're now standing in a car park next to a toilet block in Bacchus Marsh. That just sounds really shady, doesn't it? It is. Yeah, but we clearly survived the flight. Everything went well, even with another the touch and go at Bacchus Marsh (laughs) Airfield. You have to do it now. I know. I know. I know. As long as Evan's around, I have to do a touch and go. (laughs) It's now a tradition. I think so. That's yeah. Oh dear. I'm never going to live that one down. But guys, how was it? It was fantastic. First time out. Other than the early morning, loved it. <laughs> just have to go home back to bed. Yeah, I know that feeling. Uh, I loved, I loved the um, being able to take it all in, being out in the open, being able to hear everything, smell everything. It was great. Yeah, um, feel the feel the wind on your face as we moved through the inversion layer. Yeah. it was just incredible. Yeah, the only time you feel the wind is when you're changing direction and the, yeah. you haven't caught up to everything. So yeah, yeah. no, that was that was great. Yeah, cool. Um, well, well done for surviving another yet another ballooning experience with McCarran. No, thank you for taking us up. Yes, was, thank you very yeah. much. All good. Yeah. Very okay. cherished memory. Thank you. <laughs> well, from the heights to the lows, and we had the news in between. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up, and we'll pass back to the uh, airplane geeks. Thanks, guys. Have fun, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.